And I, I thank God for that today. I feel that in the presence of the Lord today. He's got it. If you're here today and you're leading an ordinary life, nothing much extraordinary going on, I'm going to pray for you. <laughs> Must be something wrong with you. <laughs> oh, my. No. The Bible gives us teaching and training tools and things that we can use to bring about a peace in our life. And the Lord gave the Israelites the Ten Commandments, and it was because he wanted them to be able to exist with him in peace. And there wouldn't be any need for discipline. There wouldn't be any need for him to get all out of sorts. And our parents, when we were small, taught us things that they wanted us to do. And, and they were doing it so that they didn't have to get in all twisted way and you didn't get all in a twisted way. So that there could be peace and ordinary life. Ordinary, there's something good to be said for ordinary life. But unfortunately, life is not always ordinary. And I come today to address times when life is not always ordinary. I'm going to read a scripture today. It's old scripture, very familiar to you. But I, I want to talk about a little bit today times when things are not just ordinary. Amen. In book of Mark, fifth chapter, Mark 5. Again, it's good to see all of you in the house of the Lord today. I, we, we're so happy you're here. A certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing better but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, she came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said to her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Let me talk to you a little while this morning on this thought. Make something happen. Make something happen. Lord Jesus, so thankful to be in the presence of your great people. These are your people. This is your great pastor and his wife that are here and thankful that they are our friends. I want to bring your word today to be a help and a strength and a comfort to everybody in the building today, Lord. I pray today, Lord, that your spirit, your power, your might, your love, your mercy, your everything, God would touch us today in a way that we leave here encouraged and leave here and know that you got this. We may not have it, but you got this. Everybody say in Jesus' name. You can be seated. Praise God.
A lot of stories in the Bible today that I could bring and read in your hearing. And uh, we could bring from that story something to address uh, the situation I'm talking about today. The times when life is not ordinary. Uh, it's a blessed thing to go a week without having a controversy. And, uh, I, my, I was talking to my wife last night. And it seems like it doesn't matter what you're doing. Whether you're deer hunting or you're uh, going to Walmart shopping. There's always drama Close at hand. And uh, I, I just tell you, the older I get, the less I like it. And I said, we're going to go watch a good drama. I said, you ain't going with me. <laughs> I don't have to go anywhere to watch it. All I got to do is stand around. It'll come find me. And I'm, I'm not looking for it, praise God. But this woman that we read of in the Bible here, uh, she had a situation that was not ordinary. She had something that came to her life. And I don't know a lot about her, but by judging by just the things I do know about her, she was just like you or I would be. She was doing everything she could to get life back to ordinary. But it just wasn't working. She, she went to all the physicians. She, she went everywhere she could find a place to go looking for an answer, looking for something that could bring life back and bring a little sanity into life. Because you see the traditions and the, and, and the uh, culture she lived in. This condition that she had totally messed her life up. It just really got it out of sync and wasn't even getting it back. Because she had, number one, uh, she, she had an issue of blood. And under their customs and their laws... This precluded her from going out in the public. It precluded her from going down to the market. Somebody had to do all her shopping. Now, I understand that a lot of folks have gotten into this deal where you call Walmart and, or you go online and you, you place your order and you go drive up to the curb and they bring it out and you stuff it in the car and you go home and you've lost the whole Walmart experience. <laughs> Walmart's better than going to the zoo. I can tell you right now, you, you can see things there you'll never see in the zoo. And they're not locked in the cage. You're walking around. It's all around you, praise God. But this woman didn't get to go there. She didn't get to go to the mall. And, and uh, I, I, my wife sometimes will talk me into going to the mall with her. She hadn't in a long time now. Neither one has been to the mall. But when we would go, most of the time, I'd find me a convenient seat where I could just watch. I didn't take notes, but I watched. And sometimes when she would come back by, I'd say, babe, you, you're not going to believe what I saw. I don't know what you saw. You probably just saw dresses and blouses and all that stuff. But I'm going to tell you what I saw. That was just life. But this little woman didn't get to enjoy any of that. The, something had come into her life, something she didn't want, something unbidden that had caused her ordinary life to become extraordinary. And extraordinary can be an extraordinarily good, extraordinarily bad. In her situation, it was an extraordinarily bad thing. And so she needed something. And so she began to look for that. And, and like I'm saying, like you and I, 
Uh, she she went to all the doctors she could find. She spent her money. Had didn't have Obamacare, any of that kind of stuff then. Uh, but it, you know, it might have been just as bad. But they that she spent her money, all the money she had. I don't know how rich she was when she started, but she spent everything. And like some of us have found ourselves at the end of the course, you're better or you're worse than you were when you started. She had spent everything. She tried all she could, and then nothing had happened. But I, I want to talk to you a little bit about this morning about a holy desperation. Yeah. Now, I don't want, I, you know, we use the word desperation, and people think that's a hopeless situation. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a desperation in the fact that I need him to step into my life that is not ordinary and bring me back to a place that is close as I can get to ordinary. It's, it's a desperation that says I've tried all the things around me. I've gone to the meetings. I've gone to the doctor. I've talked to therapists. I've done everything I can do, but it's not working, and I'm needing something that only God can do. Now, two things I do know about this woman. One, I know she had a condition that was not ordinary. Two, I know she had faith. Jesus himself said it in verse 34, woman, your, or daughter, your faith hath made thee whole. So even though she had a situation that wasn't perfect, she had a situation that wasn't ordinary, she had faith in her life. I've had people tell me before, if you, you had enough faith, you'd never have another headache. I said, you need to go read the back of the book a little bit better. I read it in Hebrews 11 about people that had incredible faith, the kind of faith that their names are still read thousands of years after they died. And the Bible said they died in faith. But they lived in caves and they wore goat skins and they were slain, they were torn asunder, they were burned in fire. But the Bible said they had faith, praise God. But some of these people escaped those things. The Bible talks about people who won victories over insurmountable odds, praise God. And there are stories all through the word of God who people through faith conquered armies, praise God. I just read it yesterday. Hezekiah, was uh, his city was besieged by an army and it was thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of men. And they wrote a letter and sent it to Hezekiah telling him all the bad things they were gonna do to his city and to his nation and Hezekiah in his desperation and I'm saying it again it was a holy desperation because he took that letter brother Gandhi and carried it to the house of God and laid it on the altar and said God you're the only one that can do anything but if you don't do something life is going to end for us if you don't intervene we're not going to be here in a day or two praise God and the Bible said that night that God sent the angels of the Lord into the camp of the enemy and a hundred and 85,000 of them fell and victory came to Hezekiah and his people. I, that's the kind of holy desperation I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying when I say make something happen. Sometimes you got to get out of your ordinary life if you want to change what's extraordinary in your life. Sometimes you got to do something that might not necessarily be the way you do it every day. You got to step out of normal if you want to get back to normal. Praise God. 
God. You got to step out of ordinary if you want to get into or extraordinary and get back to ordinary. You got to step out of your comfort zone sometimes and do something that everybody else is not doing, but everybody else don't have the need that you've got. Everybody else don't have the, 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 the requirement you have. And so you got to say, you know what, for a little while, you may think I'm nuts, you may think I'm crazy, but I've got to get something from God. I've got a thing that only God can touch, but God can touch it, praise God. Clap your hands all over the building to the Lord. As long as life is ordinary and you just want to come and pay your tithes and give an offering and worship God and have good community and love the saints of God and, and all of that, that's, that's great. I, 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 I'm telling you, that's wonderful. That's what we're shooting for, praise God. But I'm just telling you, and I felt it so strong in the Holy Ghost all this week, that there are times that you go, you're going to get pulled into a situation that's not what you wanted, not what you looked for. And you're going to have to, you can look around and try to find help in the community you can look around and try to find help but brother sooner or later when you've tried everything and everything has failed try Jesus praise God that's an old song but it's totally true brother Dale when you've tried it all and all of us not done anything then why don't you try the Lord praise God this little wall I feel the Holy Ghost in this building I feel the love of God in this building something with me this morning when my eyes popped open this morning my mind was on this scripture and brother Gandhi I'd never thought about this before this little woman I don't know if she lived by herself or lived with somebody she might have had a family I, don't tell us but in the culture and in, in, in the law that they lived under Jesus who was God manifest in the flesh could not get but just so close to her. But then it would have been unseemly. It would have been against their teaching for him to go to her house and go in their house with her. There were several reasons why he couldn't do that. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have worked, Sister Jennifer. It, just would, it would have been wrong. It would have been out of order. And he said, I came to fulfill the law, not to break the law. But in his heart, who was God, Manifest in flesh, he saw a woman that had a need, was having an extraordinary bad time. Praise God. Was doing everything she could to get it better and nothing was working. And yet she was turning her faith toward him. She heard about Jesus. And Jesus always wants to come close to people who have a need and will turn their faith toward him. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He, he is drawn by faith to you. He's drawn by faith to anybody that's going through a hard situation and yet their heart is reaching out to him, praise God. And some do it one way, some do it another. Uh, but I want you to know that he could only get so close to her. The closest he could come was to walk down her street. 
Sister Gandy, that's as close. The love of God was constraining him to go to her, to get close to her, to help her. Praise God. But brother, he could not get any closer. It came to a point where it was left up to her. If anything's going to happen now, you're going to have to make it happen. If anything's going to happen now, you're gonna, it's your move, praise God. You're up next. You're up to bed. What are you going to do? He's got as close to you as custom will allow him. Now you're going to have to get up and go out of the house and you're going to have to reach out and touch him, praise God. You're going to have to reach out yourself if you want this thing to change but if you will, it will, praise God. If you'll do your part, he'll do his part and God will make your life livable again, praise God. Oh, let's love him. I feel the Holy Ghost all over this building. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I may preach a message one day about a God that gets as close as he can. I preached it one time about a God who makes himself available. I'm just telling somebody in this building today, our God will make himself available. It says he can be moved by the feeling of our infirmities. It touches God when we have a problem. It touches God when tears flow down our face. One day the, the Bible said the Lamb of God will wipe every tear away. No more tears when we get on that other side. No more heartache when you get on that other side. But for this side, I've got a God who makes himself available. I've got a God who will get as close to you as he can get, praise God. You can feel his presence. You can feel his love, but then it's up to you. you got to do something to make it complete, praise God. Hallelujah. Love him again in Jesus' name. And it's just not New Testament. It's Old Testament. There was a little woman named Hannah. Had a husband named Elkanah. And by, as, it, as it happened in that day sometimes, there was another wife in the picture named Peninnah. Some of those names, I'm telling you. Wow. You almost got to know Greek and Hebrew just to pronounce the names. But Elkanah had two wives, Peninnah and, and Hannah. And for some reason, Peninnah was able to have children to bear sons and daughters. But for some reason, Hannah was not able and under their custom, again, it was a mark against her that she was not able to bear him children. She wanted to bear him children. They did everything they could to bring about children, but it wouldn't happen. And Penina was able to have children on a regular basis. She was having children, and she began to look down on Hannah. She began to condescend to her. And the Bible talks about she aggravated her. Life was not fun to her anymore. Life was not good to her anymore. She had a husband who loved her. He gave her gifts. He gave her more than her share of gifts, praise God. And she was still, she was in the bitterness of her soul, the Bible said. There just was no comfort. There was just was no ordinary for her because she could not have a child. And I want you to know this little woman woman knew I've got a God who's been known to answer prayers for people who are in extraordinary circumstances praise God and so the Bible said she went to the house of the Lord and as she there in the house of the Lord she began to pray and she began to talk and she began to bargain with God and God answered her prayer the old priest there thought at first she'd got too much to drink and had come to the house of God he thought she was uh, intoxicated 
But she said, no, 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 you got it all wrong. I'm not intoxicated. I've been in the sorrow of my spirit, but I have felt the hand of God today. I got out of my comfort zone. I did something that I could do and nobody else for me. I, I made it happen. I came to the house of God and made myself available to God. I opened my mouth and I talked to God and God has heard me and God has promised me, praise God. And the priest said, God has marked your mouth and what you prayed for is coming about. And she had a little boy named Samuel who went on to be one of the greatest of all the Israelite leaders, praise God. But it was a woman who had a circumstance that was not good, that was not ordinary, but she took it to the God of heaven and the God of heaven answered her, praise God. I gotta tell somebody here today, we got a God that is able. We've got a God that loves you. We got a God that wants to hear you, wants to answer you, wants to work in your behalf. I'm just telling you, God wants to, praise God. If you're in an ordinary situation and you don't need anything, God's not condemning you, and I'm not condemning you. But if you're in a situation where life has taken an extraordinary turn, and you're living a place where you don't want to live, you don't want that, that, that stuff on your life, I'm just telling you there's a God that will get as close to you as he can get. You can feel him, you can know him, but he's waiting on you to make something happen. He's waiting on you to step in and open your mouth and begin to talk to him, praise God, and let God work in your life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I went to preach one time a little place over in Louisiana, a little country church. I don't know, probably wasn't 75, 80 people there. And, and I was just kind of watching people, you know, worshiping. And a few of them I knew I'd been there before, some I didn't. But there was one little lady there. I knew her husband. I knew her name, but I didn't really know her. But I could recognize I could see in her countenance that there's something was going on that was not ordinary and was not good. And so I watched her. And I saw as other people were worshiping that she, Sister Gandhi, I could tell she's putting a little extra into it. She's worshiping a little bit more than I had seen her in the past. And she's a little bit more than other people. She's reaching a little more for him. There's a holy desperation I see on her countenance and she is reaching for God. With all of her heart, she's reaching for God. And the Holy Ghost came upon me. The Spirit of God spoke to me and I spoke to her. And I said, because you have not just fit in, because you have stepped beyond, because you have gone out of the ordinary and you worship in him and praise in him, God is giving you the answer to your petition. It is on the way, praise God. I didn't know what it was, but she came up to me after church and she said, Brother Phillips, my dad is in Mississippi and he's lost. He don't have God in his life. He's never made any kind of attempt to have God in his life, but he's gotten very sick sick now and he's in the hospital and I need God to, uh, to touch him and my mother is not doing good and she's not where she needs to be and she said I, I just felt like I, I, there's nothing else I can do but if I can appeal to him and he can reach down and touch them about a month later I got a message from her and she said my mother received the Holy Ghost last night my mom has received the power of God and they're baptizing her in Jesus name Wednesday night a little while later I got another 
another little note from her. She said, Brother Phillips, my dad has received the Holy Ghost. My dad is being baptized in Jesus' name. I want somebody to know here, sometimes you got to make something happen. Sometimes you got to get out of the ordinary. Sometimes you got to step beyond what anybody else is stepping. When nobody else is stepping out, you need to step out and say, you don't understand. I'm not in an ordinary day. I'm not in an ordinary time. But I know a God that can. I know a God that will, praise God. Oh, in the name of the Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost talking to somebody today. It's your move, praise God. It's your move. God's ready. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. I'm going to ask my sister to come to the uh, keyboard. I'm not going to go much further. But there's one more illustration I want to bring to you. There's a little man named Bartimaeus. I don't know a lot about him either. I know two things about him, really. He was blind and he had faith. Again, I want to reiterate to somebody. Because you got a problem don't mean you don't have faith. Oh, the devil's so cruel sometimes to people that are going through hard situations because he tells them you don't have any faith. If you had faith, you wouldn't be going through that. I just got to tell somebody in here today, there's too much evidence in my Bible to believe that. I, I read about a woman in there that had trouble with a daughter. The daughter had trouble because there was a devil vexing her. The child didn't ask for it. I'm sure there was a spirit of the enemy that had come on her and was vexing her. The woman went to Jesus. She said, it's not going to be convenient, but I got to go to him. It's not going to be what I normally would do, but I got to go find him. Whatever I got to do, wherever I got to go, I got to get him because he can change the situation. I don't have time to go into the whole thing. But I'm just going to tell you this. There came a moment when Jesus said, your faith has won the fight. This very hour, your daughter is whole. This very hour, your daughter is not being vexed by a devil anymore. She prayed a prayer here. She appealed to God here. And God touched over there and drove that evil spirit away from her daughter. I just got to tell somebody in this building today, sometimes you got to make things happen. A little man named Bartimaeus. <clears throat> they carried him out every day. There was a little street corner that was his. Everybody knew that's Bartimaeus' spot. He, he was a blind boy. He was a beggar. He had the clothing of a blind man. Everybody knew him. He'd been there all his life. And he, they would carry him to that corner every day and set him on that corner. Now, to some people, that may be ordinary, but that really wasn't ordinary. Because he never had any hope of having a family. He never had any hope of having children. He never had any hope of having a home. Nothing. They carried him to that corner. But somebody started telling him about Jesus. I'll tip my hat to those that are willing to tell folks about Jesus. It doesn't mean you're a scholar. It doesn't mean you're everything you ought to be. It means you believe in him. 
and you've heard of him and you're willing to share what you've heard and seen, praise God. I tip my hat to those that tell their friends about Jesus. He can take your life and turn it around. He can make your life better. He can give you a worthwhile life, praise God. Bartimaeus heard it. And one day, he heard a sound. And it was the sound of a crowd. And the crowd was coming right by his corner. I told you, Jesus wants to get as close to you as he can. He couldn't get much closer than to come right by the corner where the boy's sitting. And Bartimaeus had heard of him. And something down in his heart said, I got to make something happen. He's passing me by. I, and he, he jumped to his feet and said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And people around him started saying, hey, 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 whoa, 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 back up, back up, back up. Don't bother him. He's, he's got important things he's doing. And Bartimaeus thought, you know what? It may not be important to you, but it's important to me. I need him. Oh. I remember so many times I've gone to the house of the Lord and I knew I'm going to be the only one there tonight that's really needing something. But I really know he can touch me if I'll make a move toward him. Praise God. Bartimaeus cried out and when they began to try to quiet him, he cried out louder. He said, I'm going to make something happen. And the scripture said that Jesus stopped dead still. Hey, I'm going to tell somebody today, you can stop God in his tracks. You reach out to him, you make something happen. You get up from where you are and you make your way to down here or right where you are. You begin to cry out to him. You begin to call out to him. God, I've tried everything I know and nothing's working. I got to have a touch of God. I got to have you in my life. I've got to give it all to you and let you do something with it. I can't do anything with it. I'm telling you, God's looking for somebody today. He's getting as close to you as he can get. He hadn't called your name, but he's as closest if he called your name that'd be the only thing he could do to get closer than where you are praise God but the Lord is telling you hey I'm coming by what are you going to do I'm giving you an opportunity are you going to make a veil of it or are you going to use it praise God and the Bartimaeus cried out louder Jesus and Jesus stopped and said bring him to me and when he came he said, son, what do you want? I want to be able to see. And instantly God healed his eyes. I'm talking about situations that are not ordinary. But we've got a God that can get involved in your situation regardless of how extraordinary it is. I'm talking about a God that will get as close to you as he can get. The uh, only thing he's not doing is calling your name and touching you with his finger, but he's as close as he can get to you, praise God. He's waiting on you. What, what? Are you ready to make a move? Have you tried everything and nothing else is working, but you know there's a God that's able? Then why don't you just step out, praise God, and come down here and call his name, Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I need you. I want you in my life. I've got a problem. i got a situation. i got extraordinary means in my life. God, I'm calling on you. I'm talking to somebody today that all you got to do is open up and let God have an opportunity. When you open your mouth and begin to call on him, you're going to feel the power of God come on you. You're feeling it right now, praise God. You're feeling the presence of God. If you make your 
yourself available to him. Just step out and say, hey, y'all may not need him, but I need him. You may not need to pray, but I need to pray. I need God to hear me. I need God. Stand to your feet all over the building in Jesus' name. I'm opening these doors. I'm opening these altars. I'm opening them up. Praise God. There are people here today that have extraordinary things in your life. I'm talking about a God that makes himself available. I'm talking about a God that's got as close to you as he can get. He's waiting on your move. Let's stand all over the building. Praise God. The power of the Holy Ghost is in this building. The power of the Holy Ghost is in this building. Jesus said, the thief comes to steal and kill and destroy. But I come to give life and it more abundant. The giver of life is here today. The abundant life is here today. The giver of joy is here today. The giver of peace is here today. He's walked right in here today. Hallelujah. He's waiting on you to make a move. What are you going to do? Reach up to him right now where you are. Reach your hands up to him and begin to call on him, Lord. Lord, I need you. Lord, I want you. Lord, I know you're able. Lord, I know you love me. Oh, come on, come on, come on. He'll love you beyond your faults. He'll love you beyond your shortcomings. He'll love you beyond your mistakes. The God of heaven's ready to touch you today. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on all over the building in Jesus' name. I have room at the altar right here if you'd like to just come and lift those hands and say, God, I need you to get involved in my life. God, I need you to get involved in my home. God, I need you to get involved in everything in my life. Oh, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Sometimes you got to step out. Sometimes you got to make it happen. Sometimes you got to make it happen. Come on, in Jesus' name. In the power of the Holy Ghost, let that desperation get a hold of you. I've tried everything, Lord. I'm going to try you now. I'm going to give it all to you now, Lord. Come on, I feel God reaching out. I feel God reaching the souls here today. Reaching the lives. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, yeah, Lord, yeah, Lord. Come on. Pray for somebody next to you. If it's proper, just put your hand on their shoulder and begin to pray, Lord God, Lord God, Lord God, touch their life, touch their situation. Lord God, move in their heart. Lord God, move in their soul. Lord God, move in their life. Lord God, move in their life in Jesus' name. In the power of the Holy Ghost. Why don't you come in agreement with somebody right now? Why don't you just come in agreement with somebody right now? I'm agreeing with them. I'm letting my faith join their faith. And I'm asking God to move in their life. Lord, in your name. In your name. Come on, I feel God intervening right now. I feel God intervening right now, Lord, in Jesus' name. In the power of the Holy Ghost. In the power of the Holy Ghost. God, I let my faith join with hers to believe you, to believe you, to believe you for the extraordinary God in your name, in your name, in your name. Oh, Lord God in heaven, in Jesus' name. Come on, God's intervening. God's intervening. God's intervening right now. In the power of the living God, I join my faith to hers. Oh, God in Jesus' name, intervene. 
In Jesus' name, intervene today. You're the comforter, Lord. You're the comforter, Lord. You're the giver of peace, oh God. Oh, God, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Make something happen. Make something happen. Make something happen. Step out. Step out. When nobody else is, step out. I need him. I need him. I want him. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. There you go. Join your faith to somebody. Join your faith to somebody. God, in the power of the Holy Ghost, in the power of the Holy Ghost, oh God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, intervene, 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 intervene. Oh, you're the worker of miracles. You're the worker of miracles. Lord God, let your power come. Let your love come. Let your mercy flow. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus.